If you're a more energetically sensitive, creative, or entrepreneur who's ready to transform your sensitivities into your superpowers so that you can spend more time in the flow and less time in the internal struggle, then you've come to the right place. The Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with me, Anna Long Stokes, is a business and marketing podcast where we uncover the roadblocks that most energetically sensitive entrepreneurs and creatives face on their journey to success and how to move past these blocks to live a more purpose-driven and energetically aligned life. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Anna Long Stokes, and I am back with part two of my journey into energy. So back to this journey. As I mentioned in part one, after finding a few different modalities of energy work, I got to the point in life as an empath and as an entrepreneur where I knew that it was time to really look at myself and get in the ring with myself. If you remember that from my my first my first little addition here of this energy journey. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I do recommend that you go back to uh, my journey with energy part one and listen to that one first if you're curious because it will really tie into what comes up today. Okay, so got back in the ring with myself or got in the ring with myself for the first time. That was sort of the energy I was in was I needed to really take a step back and look at myself. And so I just continued to follow the breadcrumbs. And speaking of breadcrumbs, I have mentioned on this podcast before that early on in running my brick and mortar beauty business, I had a client who came in to get sugared. And she mentioned to me that she went to a psychic school. She was in psychic school. And I immediately thought, what? You can't go to school to be a psychic. Like you're either born that way or you're not. And so there was that judgy side of me rearing its ugly head, that uh, judginess that I didn't like about myself that was really hard for me to control. So, you know, I, I acted politely interested and just kind of filed it away under the, I'm never going to look back into that category. But within like, I don't know, maybe the next six months to a year, I was getting increasingly uncomfortable with the demands of running my business. I had gone through a partnership breakup with the gal who had helped to start the company, who was my initial investor, and I was struggling to maintain my composure with all the demands, the demands of hiring a team, training, seeing clients, as well as working on my consulting business that I was still doing at the time, which was helping to pay the bills because for a while, I really did not pay myself in my beauty business. So you could say I I felt like I was at a bit of a breaking point. And again, I knew that I couldn't keep running from myself. I knew that the thing I needed was not going to be solved through a lot of the other methods I had tried. So I started researching meditation classes and came across a meditation class for people who identified as more on the energetically sensitive side or psychic side. 
And I thought that that seemed like the perfect blend for me because even though I wasn't doing much with my energy skills at the time, I knew that I was sensitive to it and I liked the idea of learning to meditate in a way where I could also validate that part of me. And funnily enough, <laughs> this class that I, you know, just Googled meditation in Portland, it ended up being taught at that exact same school that that client had told me about over six months before. And so um, I thought that was a little bit funny when we talk about following the breadcrumbs. Um, so something about this class spoke to me and my spirit knew that it was my next step. Even if I wasn't really fully aware in my conscious mind or my body of exactly what it was or what what was in store for me. And, you know, all of my energy mentorship clients that I have right now, they have voiced a very similar feeling when deciding to work with me. You know, a lot of them get pretty jazzed uh, when they make the decision to work with me and they sign up. And then at some point in the process, they admit to me that they weren't really sure at the time, like what they were signing up for or why but that they just knew it was their next step. So I was going through that very similar thing when I found this psychic meditation class. So similar to the clients who work with me today, I just signed up and really this next phase of my journey began. It was a really pivotal shift from part one and everything I was dabbling with before. So in those first five weeks of taking that psychic meditation class, I, I really had my mind a bit blown. Some of the techniques I was learning were new and some of them were not. Like take grounding, for instance. I'm sure you've heard of grounding yourself or becoming grounded. And that term is thrown about quite frequently in any alternative healing community. And I had been taught this in my Reiki class as well, but not really. So um, that's what I started to understand is that there is learning the concept of something such as learning the concept of grounding. And then there is actually learning how to ground by having a very grounded teacher lead you through grounding practices and hold space for you while you explore what it feels like to ground. So grounding had always been something that I kind of heard about, but I don't think any of the people, and I'll be really frank, any of the people who were talking to me about it or attempting to teach me were grounded. They weren't. So I never knew what it really felt like to be grounded. And, you know, this isn't the case for anyone. Like some people, like you could be listening to this and you don't know how to ground, but you're still grounded. I personally, I am what's known as a trans medium. So when one is a trans medium, they actually spend most of their time out of their body. It's very easy for them to kind of move in and out of the body. What that means is for your, you know, your spirit, your, your spirit has the option of being in or out of the body. And I was comfortable out of my body, more comfortable out of it than I was in it. So for trans mediums like me, learning to ground and get in the body can actually feel really hard and painful, but it, it, it is a necessary step to developing true ownership of your energy body. And my mock-up in this lifetime was definitely to get grounded and become more safe learning to work with energy. 
And I was really attracted to this particular school because the directors of it were extremely grounded. And it's become more and more clear to me over the years of having past life readings that have been given to me by other intuitives that I've had many lifetimes where I wasn't safe as an energy worker. And so I really came into this life with um, a mock-up of having more groundedness and safety as I continue to work with energy. Okay, so what did I notice in those first five weeks of meditation class? Well, what I noticed was um, that there was what I had understood in theory you know, like say reading a book or understanding a concept. And then there was being guided through the actualization of these techniques in a way that no one had ever guided me. And at the time, I didn't understand what was going on. I just knew that this was like nothing I had ever experienced before. I wasn't just understanding this in theory. I was having this experience in my energy body. And years later, when I trained to become a teacher myself, I learned that this form of teaching is very unique. This form of teaching is one whereby we teach in spirit alongside the body. So when I'm in my empathic energy management class and I'm teaching other students how to, let's say, ground... I am showing them in spirit, I'm talking them through it in body, and then I'm monitoring the energies so that you can have a full experience and a safe place to work your energy. It's really, I like to think of it as a beautiful form of spirit body multitasking. And what I liked most about this meditation was that I felt better once I did it. Like once I got through it, it didn't always feel great in the first like five to 10 minutes. It could be a little bit painful uh, to sit in meditation. But then once I started getting through the energy, it felt really good. And the teacher explained at the time that we were learning to clear energy out of our space that wasn't ours, as well as pain. And so that the end goal was that we could bring more of our own unique spirit and energy back into our body. So I'm not sure I fully understood it from a conceptual perspective, but I knew that I felt better when I was doing it. And we would meet up once a week for class and we were asked to meditate daily on our own. And I I really love the classes, but um, I could not for the life of me seem to meditate on my own. Like every time I would go to do it, I would pass out. Like I would literally wake up like 30 minutes later and be like, did I meditate? (laughs) Like drool on my shirt or I would just get distracted. So I'd sit there and after like five minutes, I would get on my phone or get on my computer because I just could not get through the energy. I never felt as good meditating on my own as I did being led through a meditation in class. And the teacher said that this was normal and it can be really hard to get through the energy on our own. So I will reiterate that this class was not conceptual. If it were just about me understanding the concepts, I could have just sat down and done them and everything would have been great. But it was actually, it's actually something you have to get through in the body. And, um, you know, I wasn't being asked to understand these concepts and tools. I was being asked to work through them in energy. And this was new. And after my first class, I was sold on continuing my energetic journey with this school. And um, I decided to sign up for a year-long clairvoyant training that was about to start. 
because I just had this sense that if I didn't sign up for that and I I didn't have almost that like accountability, that energetic accountability, that there was no way I was going to get through the energy. Um, I had decided that I wanted to feel good all the time, not just once a week after a meditation class. But I knew that to get there, I had some energetic weightlifting to do. And, um, you know, the, the magic of energy is, is that it can shift things in a moment. It really can. I've seen miracles. Um, I've experienced miracles in my own life. But the reality of energy work most of the time is that to gain the skills you need to gain to have more control over your energy, it can take time. I, I, when I think about this, I, I imagine an onion. You know, you have your onion, get it at the store, and it's got that shell. It's got all those layers. And there's all these layers you have to get through before you reach the center. So how I see it is that this early meditation class was like the outer layer of the onion, like the crispy, annoying little shelly part that you kind of have to peel off and break through before you get to the fleshier part that you can actually like cut and eat. But even once you get to that first fleshy part, there's more and more and more layers to get through. Uh, And I found that energy work was like that for me personally. It took about six months of those clairvoyant classes and of trying to meditate on my own before I could get to that point where I could meditate on my own and clear enough energy in such a way that it felt good that I felt like myself and that I felt like I did at the end of like a class guided meditation. So you could say it took me about six months to really get my space, get in my body and really become comfortable and uh, having that full, full experience of what one could get from meditating. So apparently that's normal. So I'm not like disappointed in myself that it took me six months. There's no like benchmark for success here. Some people might take them less time. Some people, you know, might take them a lot longer. So it's normal. And it also helps describe uh, or explain why a lot of people just won't uh, choose to dive that deeply into this very tactile form of energy clearing. Because let's be honest, most people want quick results. And when it has anything to do with energy, they just have these, what I've noticed is people have unreal expectations that change should happen overnight. It's really unfortunate because if you can get through that challenging part, there's so much goodness to have. And that first year of clairvoyant training was challenging, but I I wouldn't change it for the world. And it definitely changed my life forever. But just another note about this like quick fix thing. You know, it's so interesting to me. There are things in society where I feel like people understand it will take time. Like, you know, um, going to school to be a doctor or going to school to be anything. There's this process by where people understand you're going to go to school. It's going to take time. If you want a six pack, even if people are a little foolish, they understand that it's going to take a commitment of changing food and working out to achieve the body they want. So I feel like society has an understanding of that. Where society is still lacking in understanding is that 
the energy body requires maintenance and work just like the mental body, just like those who go to therapy every week. If you're someone going to therapy every week, guess what? That's only one part of the equation. If you're someone working out every day, guess what? That's only one part of the equation. If you believe in yourself as a whole in a, as a holistic person, mind, body and spirit, you know, working the energy body and seeing it as a part of your spirit, you're going to need to do more than go to church. I'm sorry. If you really want to work with energy in this lifetime, if you're actually really sensitive to energy, which if you're listening to this podcast, my guess is you are, you're going to need to learn how to navigate your energy body. So side note, but I'm passionate about it. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about this kind of clairvoyant training. What was it all about? And what were some of the actual life changes that I had while I was in it? Okay, so I assume that's what your question might be. It was just tapping into the energy there for a minute. But for me, the clairvoyant training was um, another few layers of that onion that I was trying to peel back. Yes, I learned how to see energy in this program instead of just feel it like I had most of my life because I'm definitely an empathic feeler. And I learned to read energy for other people as well. Uh, But the big takeaway for me over that year-long period was that I began to really get to know myself. And when I stripped away all of that energy in my space that wasn't mine, I found there was someone there that I actually liked. Like I liked who I was. And in addition, I began to strip away components of my identity that I had for so many years convinced myself were me. So I began to see that I had value by simply being here in this lifetime, a spirit who had taken a body. My value was not defined by what others thought of me, how pretty I was, how much I weighed, although honestly, that's taken me years. I will do a whole episode about weight and energy. But also, um, I had a lot of energy in my space that to be valuable, I needed to make money. So these were all beliefs that had been in my space since I was young, whether it's through parents or society or uh, television, like however they ended up in my belief system, they ended up there and they set the tone for how I saw the world and for how others saw me. And that's what it means to learn to work with energy is you're not just looking at energy for yourself. There's something very real. I've mentioned it before. We're all psychic. So even if you don't realize it, if you have energy in your space that says you're a bitch, excuse my language, other people are going to see the bitch in you. It's sort of like having a little bike light, you know, those little bike lights that you put on your bike with the uh, red blinker on it. Like if you take that bike light and you sew it into your clothing, then what are people going to see when you go walk through the world with this flashy red bike light on? They're going to see a flashing red bike light. Even if it's not a part of you, even if it's just something that's sewed into your clothing, they're going to see that as a part of you, as a part of your identity, as something that identifies the way that you look. 
And so energy is very much like that too. So as I began to shed energy that wasn't mine, it shifted the way I saw myself and it shifted the way that others saw me. So, you know, I didn't go to psychic school or clairvoyant training just to give readings or to make money giving readings. I did not plan on doing that at the time, although obviously that is um, what I do now. But I went to school to learn more about who I was, like I said, to figure out how to like be in the ring with myself, how to love myself. And I I went to school to also figure out a little bit more or, or try to get a better grasp of who I was and what I came here to do in this lifetime, that nebulous, like, what is my purpose And, you know, I'll be honest, I'm still figuring that out. Like I feel closer than ever. But after all these years, um, even though I feel aligned right now, I'm still on the journey. I don't know where I'm going to be next year. All I know that is that next year, you know, I'm probably going to say the same thing. Like I know myself more now than I did a year ago. I feel more aligned now than I did a year ago. We'll have to check back in on that. Hopefully that's the case. Hopefully a year from now I will feel more aligned. But, you know, life is an ever-evolving shift of energy. And while I'm here on this journey, I'm just going to keep seeking more growth and continue to try to live a life that feels aligned. And speaking of alignment, um... How else was all of this energy work I was doing shifting my life? So in the day-to-day, I began to find it easier and easier to spot when things were aligned. So whether this was related to my personal life and the friendships I choose to grow, had chosen to grow or to dissolve, or if it was like more to do with my business life. And all the things you do for a business, like bringing people on board or letting them go or how you want to like set the tone for your company. What I found was that the decisions I made in life and in business began to run through an energetic filter as opposed to that simply that mental logical filter that so many of us are trained most our lives to run everything through. So I began to run it through an energetic filter. And, you know, I would love to say that everything got easier, (laughs) but this was not the case for me. And to be honest, it isn't the case for many. It isn't the case for many who, who end up going through this more intensive psychic training. And why, like, why is that the case? I'm still trying to like find words for that, but the, the best way I've come to think of it is similar to that onion example which is that if you keep peeling back the layers, eventually you get to the core, you get to the core. And from there, you finally get to cook something up better for yourself, but you're working towards getting to the core. And also, let's be honest, onions are delicious when used in recipes with a lot of other ingredients. But before you, but, but before you get there, before you get to that like delicious part where you've like rebuilt the onion, you you have to peel or cut through all the layers and there will be some tears. (laughs) This might sound cheesy, but there will be tears. And um, eventually you're going to get closer to 
the life or the thing that you originally set out here on this planet to experience. But you got to get through the layers, get to the core, and then you get to begin rebuilding. Like psychic work is not so different. You spend a good deal of time peeling back and shedding the layers and it's uncomfortable and things end up falling away that aren't truly in alignment. And this is, this is where your real life will have real changes. And, and that's where people get confused. They're like, I don't get it. Like if I do this work, shouldn't things get better? Yes, absolutely. But there might be some things that fall away on that journey to life getting better. And let's be honest, change is freaking uncomfortable. Change is uncomfortable. You know, like I remember being, this is a side note, I remember being in that relationship I've talked about. The guy I dated for like five years in Chicago. We moved out to Oregon together. And on paper, it all seemed like, oh yeah, this is this is probably the guy I should be with. It seems really logical. Like definitely this is a good good enough relationship. But when you start going towards a path, towards your path, there might be things in your life at the time that will not be suited for that journey. It might be relationships. It might be locations. You might have to make some modifications to make space for the life you came here to live. Even if the breakup seems hard or the move seems hard or whatever, insert anything. Let's be real. Like I said, change is hard. So what happens when you're in a clairvoyant training is that uh, things begin to shift quickly because you're learning to move energy things in life shift quickly. So it might seem like there's a year of, oh my God, this sucks. But then eventually you begin to round a corner. Um, you know, it, it it's not always like a sexy process. Um, I know it's not an easy sell. Like if I teach a clairvoyant training down the road, which I would really like to, and I'm kind of putting out into the stars as a desire of mine for 2024. But like, it's not, um, it's not always a super fun experience to hold space for or to go through, even if you're having these amazing revelations and changes that the change is uncomfortable and it's accelerated when you begin doing deep energy work. Okay. So I know it's sort of a lot to wrap the old brain around and, you know, when I went into clairvoyant training, like, you know, I had all these expectations that I was going to stay happily married. My business was only going to grow and that everything would be better and easier because of it. Like that was definitely sort of what I was shooting for. But the reality is that in those early days of school, like I thought my marriage might fall apart. Side note, it didn't. It, we grew much closer and he went down this path with me and we do lots of our psychic work together now. So I thought maybe I would potentially have 50 locations to my beauty business and they'd be all over the globe. Uh, no, like I ended up, you know, the deeper I got into my work, the further from my business I grew until eventually I hardly recognized it and I had to sell it. 
And so while I was living a more aligned life after 12 months of energy training, like it definitely came with some growing pains and it didn't really meet my prior picture of like how like easy energy work should be or how great my life would look when I got through it. And that is only (laughs) about a year into my energy journey. There's been so much more since then. It's been about six years, I believe, since I graduated my clairvoyant training, almost six years, um, which means I've been doing the work about seven. And that's just like this style of work. You know, I went on to do a year-long women's clairvoyant training and healing program, a year-long astral training, uh, been in a couple of teachers trainings to really become a neutral teacher and to hold space for others who are on this journey in this lifetime and needs need someone to hold space for them while they learn to develop their skills. And I'm in a five-year transmedium program as well, where I'm learning to um, work out of body a lot more once I learned how to get in body. Now I'm learning to work out of body and work with energies that are here to help heal us on the planet. So I have had a wild journey, as you can tell, and I'm going to talk more about it throughout many more episodes as I talk more about these other aspects of the energy work that I've been doing and how it's shaped my life. But I really wanted to do just a couple episodes here to give you a bigger, broader picture of of me and my journey so that maybe uh, A, you can get to know me better, and B, if I seem like the teacher for you, maybe my empathic energy management class is a good starting point, or maybe my held mentorship if you are a leader or creative who's really looking to dive deeper into that. Um, Or maybe you just needed to hear this because something in your life right now or something in your journey called you forth and there's some information or understanding that you're going to glean from hearing this. So I hope you have enjoyed this two-part series about my journey and I'm super excited to um, share next week's episode with you. It is an interview with one of my Friction to Flow clients who is an empathic entrepreneur who is really doing well. And um, I think we all have a lot to learn from her and to learn from her story. So I'm excited to share that on the podcast next week. Okay. In the meantime, keep creating. Thanks for listening to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast with me, Anna Longstokes. For more information on these and many other topics, or to contact me for a consultation, please visit www.empathicpreneur.com. That's empathicpreneur.com. Or check out the show notes for direct links. And hey, if you like this podcast, please remember to take a minute to leave a review and to share with a friend. Until next time, keep creating.